What up, though? And welcome to another exciting episode of Chopping It Up with D. Randall Virtual Barbershop Experience, where we talk about everything in this virtual chair while we getting it virtual, even Steven, the virtual fade or that virtual lineup. It's a family oriented show. So, like the fellas, the ladies are welcome. Without a further ado, Let's get ready to chop it up. This episode is sponsored by my wife's business. Her name is Tia Monique, and the name of her business is Let It Out Academy. She is a book coach that has all-inclusive self-publishing package. It's time to share your stories with the world, good people. Schedule your discovery call at www.tiamonique.com. That's www.tia. M-O-N-I-Q-U-E dot com. www.tmonique.com. The name of the business is Let It Out Academy. Without further ado, let's chop it up. So, we get ready to send our children back to school. I know different regions of the world and different regions of our country, the U.S., start around August, September, depending on what state, when you start. But this is usually the time where we start sending our children to school to increase their learning and and increase their brain activity on a positive note. My question to the people that's listening, to the parents who take care of their children, the aunts and uncles, their grandmothers and grandfathers, uh, cousins, whoever is a custodial, non-custodial parent, or just a big brother, big sister, or just someone who cares about a child. Um, what would, what are the things that you are doing or have done to prepare your child for this upcoming school year? There's a lot that goes into that. See, I have two daughters, one eighth grader, one sixth grader, and they go to a school where it's a dress code. And the dress code, in my opinion, has its pros and cons. The pros are you don't get it, you know, your child doesn't get a lot of his or her clothes dirty because. They wearing a specific shirt, specific pants, whether it be khaki or dress or whatever your dress code may be in the school district that your child is in. This is what they wear. So you don't have to worry about washing a gang of clothes as opposed to 
just washing some uniforms and things like that. That's a that's a pro. A con is I think that certain parts of the dress code is taken away from the individuality of a lot of children. And I say that because at the end of the day, for example, my children, they have to wear black shoes and they didn't specify what type of black shoes, gym shoes, anything like that. They didn't say. So now you have uh, uh, a problem with um, certain cl- certain shoes that some kids may not be able to get. And what does that cause? It causes problems. It causes issues with the children because that child doesn't have the specific type of Nike or Adidas or Yeezys or whatever it is that these kids are wearing nowadays. And they get talked about or they don't weren't able to get the shoes right away. So they got on some cheap shoes and they get talked about. In my opinion, that could be solved by letting the children wear their own shoes. Whatever the uniform is, that's fine. But let them wear their own shoes. Now, a legitimate point of wearing black shoes is to try to defeat that purpose of what I spoke of earlier to talking about because I guess if you make make them all wear black shoes how can they really talk about each other but nowadays you never know these kids are growing up evil mean hateful and they're looking for any flaw on another child to talk about there are issues that's going on with our young children right now that we have to figure out real quick because they are angry. They are, a lot of them are ruthless, merciless, dangerous, toxic. All these negative words I'm bringing up, I'm talking about the kids that are my daughter's age. Both my daughters have to walk around these type of kids a whole school year. And I brought up the topic of the dress code, which easy, it, it, it makes me transition into how am I going to be protective of my children while they're in school. Now, my, my children have one of the greatest principles ever. She is about business. She doesn't play any games. She loves my children. She cares for my kids as if they were her own. And I truly appreciate that. Whenever there's an issue, she lets me know. Um, if I have an issue, I can talk to her about it and things get accomplished. I love, I love, I love, I love a principal like that. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. And she's a, a better educator in my opinion. So I, that part of my worry is really not a worry. As you know, there have been a lot of things that's been happening the last four or five years to children within the school year. Kids being shot and killed. Kids being molested. Kids getting beat up by some of the teachers. Kids just overall having issues 
in the school district, in the actual school building. But one of my things that bothers me, is it going to be serious protection for these innocent kids? And the reason why I call them innocent children is because some of the violence that happened against these children in these schools came from people who doesn't even attend the school. They don't even go to the school that these kids are being killed or critically injured. Anything that happens to them. As a matter of fact, some of the people that have hurt the children, the children were in younger grades. They weren't even uh, high school students. Not in the last five years. They have been young children. Kids my age. Sixth and eighth graders. Third graders. Fourth graders. Second graders. Those are the ones getting hurt. Those are the ones that's getting killed. Those are the ones that you are nervous to send to school. You got high school stuff that go on, but you got a lot of that is a kid that dropped out from that school because of maybe a teacher failing him or whatever, have an issue with the principal or he didn't fell out with somebody or another student, and they come up there and just go crazy with a gun. I'm talking about your young children who are not bothering anyone at this point because they just little children. All they want to do is go see their friends and learn. They're not thinking about what somebody did to a person who went to the school years ago and comes back and take it out on them. They have no idea who that person is. So in my opinion, a lot of things have to change with the security and the protection of our, our young babies, our young children. We also had issues with teachers and students fighting. Where teachers um, have actually gotten to fist fights, tussles, all types of things with students. Now, here's my opinion on this, and I would love to hear the opinions of the aunts, uncles, grandmothers, grandfathers, mothers, fathers, big brothers, big sisters, I want to hear a, a, a feedback on this. And this is my opinion. We all have one. Some of the children that have been getting to these tussles or these fights with teachers, things like that, I will say this. Some of the students have been completely wrong. They have been wrong on some of the ways they talk to the teachers, they approach the teachers, the lack of respect for the teacher. If the teacher is asking you to do something as far as uh, learning your studies or doing your work in class and you just say no because you feel like you can, that's wrong. The first thing you're supposed to be doing when you go to uh, your school, K through 12, is to learn enhance your mind, hone in your, your deep thought skills and feed your brain with the most information you can feed it because the brain is the 
is the supercomputer who runs the body. The brain tells everything what to do. When your brain dead, you're dead. If there's no no electronic pulses being sent to your body from the brain, you're no use. You have no use. So you you you're sending your child to get the most education that they can get. But they can't get it from a teacher who has a bad day and decides that you want to he or she want to throw hands with a stoop. I said some of the kids were wrong. And I, I'm sticking to that. Some of the children that actually fought some of these uh, teachers, I believe, were wrong. Having said that, I also believe that these teachers were wrong. You should have what they call, and I'm not a teacher, so I can't, I'm just giving my opinion. This is an opinion of mine. I believe that a lot of teachers should get paid way more than what they get paid because they have to deal with 15 to 20 different mindsets, attitudes, temperaments. That's a lot to deal with plus teach those temperaments, attitudes, get their attention, get their respect, and literally teach them something that they would need to know later in life. Everything that we learn in school doesn't apply to everyday life. It's the teacher's job to teach them what they were told to teach. Once again, having said that, some teachers should have enough restraint not to put their hands on the child. Sometimes even if the child hits you first. Because if it come down to it and the child hits you and you turn around and hit the child and not only hit the child but you beat the child, you may, you and the school, the school district may get sued out of your pants. Because some lawyer is going to find a loophole in the law that said you shouldn't have put your hands on this child. And that's why I say I do believe some teachers should get hazard pay. Because it's a hazard dealing with these kids nowadays. In my day, a lot of that didn't go on. Did you have some kids that would get smart or do things like that? Of course. But it, it was a select few. Nowadays, you line 10 students up, nine of them are going to swing on the teacher. Whereas back in the day, I believe, in my opinion, maybe three of them would swing at a teacher. Because at the end of the day, we were all raised by our, by our city. I'm from a small city from in southwest, uh, southwest, uh, southeast Michigan. E-course, small neighborhood. Everybody pretty much knew everybody. And I'm just, you know, throwing names out here. I ain't going to put no, I'm making names up. If I got in trouble in school, which was not my thing, I very rarely did I get in trouble. If I got in trouble in school and I was dead wrong, 
Miss Smith is going to get at me when I get out. Miss Jones is going to get at me when I get out. Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, let's say Mr. Uh, Dunbar is going to get at me when I get home. And all of them going to tell my parents. So by the time I done got home, four different adults and already got me before my parents did. That's how we were raised. The village raised the kids. And they raised them to show respect regardless. That's not going on nowadays. So I do, going back to saying the teachers deserve more, they do. But you teachers are, a lot of them, you are my age or maybe a little younger. So you know what to do to handle a child like that. You, If the child hits you, who's to say you can't grab them and call a principal and call uh, uh, school security and say, come get this young man. You don't have to fight, choke, hit, because you're supposed to be the one with the uh, higher restraint. Now, once again, the children of 2023 can and usually will push you beyond your patient limit. It will push you to a place that you wish you never went and you regret going to that place. There was an instance where a female kept talking, kept talking, swung on a teacher. Teacher kept telling you to go ahead on, stop. I'm calling the principal. I'm doing this. The girl kept swinging on her because she took her phone, something she ain't supposed to be having in the class. And she took her phone, girl swung on her, swung on her, swung on her to the point where the teacher snapped. And she got to fighting and she sat on that kid because she, she was a plus size woman. And she sat on that young lady and she got in trouble for it. Now, she had been teaching for 20 years and she said she's done. She had never put her hands on any child. She never thought she would ever put her hands on any child. All she ever wanted to do was build children up. This is what she said. I'm paraphrasing this, not verbatim. And she ended up quitting after 20 years of molding mine. So I can understand that the kids can push you there. If you're going to do this type of, uh, of uh, work, you gotta have a, you got to have the patience because as the years go by, these children are becoming more and more volatile, more and more dangerous, and more and more disrespectful to the point where nothing you can say to them will calm them down. What do y'all think, good people? What are y'all what are y'all feelings on this? What do we need to do to, in 2023, 2024 to make our children's School year spectacular, nonviolent, uh, great. What do we need to do? Because it's too much going on within the school year, within the school limits, negative that's happening to our children, and for that matter, the teachers. Like I said, uh, there are some instances with the teachers going off a lot of this stuff is with the children going off i mean this stretches beyond k-12 through because you also have 
college student that's dealing with people with mental illnesses or just out and out hatred and anger and animosity that they will walk on a college campus and just start killing people. People they don't even know. People they've never seen in their life. They will just walk and start killing people. We, we want our children to learn. You want them to soak up as much knowledge, wisdom, and intelligence as possible. We also worry that they won't reach that, that uh, goal because there's so much going on as negative with kids getting guns from anybody. Kids taking guns from their parents' homes. There was a little kid. He couldn't have been no older than a third grader, if I'm not mistaken. Took his parents' gun from the home, brought it to school, and shot someone. Now, mind you, this is a third grade little boy. They asked him where did he get the gun from, and he said from his parents' house. It wasn't locked. It was out in the open. You can't do that. Nowadays, things are happening to where our children are not safe completely. The safety level from when I graduated in 1994 from Ecorse High School to 2023 has got to have diminished at least by 60%. And these just numbers I'm throwing out, none of this is factual. This is an opinion. It has to have dropped drastically. Because albeit our I used to always say we were as children, you know, I talked to a lot of my old high school buddies, so and we talk about, man, these kids, if they'd have grew up in our era, I don't think they'd have made it. Because the difference between them and us is that we can we can mimic whatever we need to mimic. If you want to throw hands and live another day, you do it. If you want to take it gangster, we do it. Now there is no honor or respect to see someone, if you beat them up, they won't mess with you no more, and both of you live to see another day. Nowadays, hands aren't even being thrown. You look at one of these cats, they will kill you. And that's what they're doing with the mental mindset, walking into a school and just start shooting at innocent children. What do we have to do to keep our children safe? I'm a firm believer in God. We pray, we pray for our children, safety, and we pray that he covers them every day in school. So if you're a God-fearing person out there, I do believe the power of prayer works. I do believe that. For you other people, whatever you do, I'd like to know what it is. Are you a uh, volunteer to where you can go and see what's going on? Are you a helper? Are you the type that just want to go see what's going on at your child's school randomly? Because I don't, I don't mind a parent going up to a school, checking on his child or her, uh, checking on him or her to see if he or she is okay. 
there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. You have to do whatever you need to do in order to secure your child's safety and happiness. Because a lot of kids, they can't wait to get back to school. They got friends they haven't seen all summer. And they want to get back in the groove of talking to them and having fun and, you know, telling them about their summer, which is this that's what it's all about. Our kids supposed to be having fun and they're supposed to be learning. Let me switch that. Learning and having fun. They're supposed to be enhancing their brain, meeting people, learning social skills, making friends, and preparing themselves for certain parts of life after they leave high school. If they want to go to a a higher learning institution, college, hopefully if you got some, let them go to an HBCU. I support all HBCUs because I went to one myself, the Fort Valley State University. Remember that whether you be a big brother, big sister, mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, cousin, Aunt, uncle, if you're watching, uh, you're a foster parent, whatever you are doing that you have to send your child to school, take time to map out something that will make you feel good that they're in school. Whatever little activity you think you need to do, even if it's just a phone call to the teacher or asking for a Zoom meeting, uh, random pop-ups at the school, anything to secure safety for these young children out here is acceptable. It's just what you feel is acceptable and what fits your schedule. Because I know a lot of parents work. I know a lot of parents got bills to pay. You can't have the luxury of just going up to the school randomly and your boss find out and you're get doc pay or anything like that. I'm not asking for anything like that. What I'm asking is to make sure that you feel your child being safe. Make sure that they're learning. Go over homework with your kids. That's what, you know, I do that a lot because my, my, my kids, if they need help, they're going to ask. Now, I have some very intelligent children. We all need help, though. So if they need help, they're going to ask. They're going to, they're going to figure out a way to involve me. And I'm going to help them as best I can. Whatever I remember, I'm going to, I'm going to give them that work. If I have to look something up to refresh my mind, I will do that. And I will help them whatever they need to be helped with. They have an older brother who is in college who can also help, but he's in college. So he also has a full plate. I pray for him walking on the college campus because what goes on with the students doesn't just stop at K through 12. It also goes on the, the campuses of higher learning, the colleges and universities. So what, as we getting finished up with our lineup, our fade, uh, even Steven, we getting you getting tightened up in this virtual barber chair. The best bet to make sure your children children have a prosperous 
2023-2024 school year would be what? I need you to tell me what that would be. I told you what I would want to do. I gave my opinions on things I feel is important. Checking up on them, calling. They even have a little app to where you can get messages to the teachers and they can get messages to you. My children are on that app. That's what we have to really do because there's too much going on to where we can just feel safe dropping them off and not worrying about it. No, we can't do that. It's not going to work like that. We have to take care of our kids and make sure that they can reach the optimal learning level and the optimal social skills learning and pure D fun. Because if your child is having fun, they're going to want to go to school. They're going to want to learn because they seeing their friends and things like that. Give me your input on that, good people. Just need to know how you feel about it. Well, we're about to get out this chair, but let me, before I do, let me get a, a, a huge shout out. I'm growing, y'all. I'm growing big time. And I noticed that I'm touching different areas of the United States, but I'm also touching different areas of the world. And to all those who are listening all across the world, I greatly appreciate you. And I hope that you continue to listen. I hope you continue to chop it up with your boy D. Randall. I hope that you are enjoying what the topics are. I plan on getting a uh, email and setting up a cash app for uh, suggestions and things like that. Maybe taking this thing on the road, sitting in a different place, doing a show, and uh, eventually getting some guests on here. Um, but I appreciate all that you do. Once again, I will let you know when the email, the uh, website, I'm sorry, when the website and Cash App and things like that become available because I appreciate your input and I appreciate some good topics that you think we can chop it up about. So I'm going to get out of here. But before I get out of here, I got to also say that Chopping It Up with D. Randall, a virtual barbershop experience, is also sponsored by Creative 8 Incorporated. Get your graphics done for any event or announcement. Website design, flyers, logos, business cards, brochures, and full branding packages. You need to email Tamara at tmoneat.com. That's T-A-M-A-R-A, the at symbol, T-I-A. M-O-N-I-Q-U-E dot com. Tamara at T-M-O-N-E-C-O-M. And the name of the business is Creative 8 Incorporated. My good peoples, I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get out of this chair. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your support. And until we meet again in this virtual chair to chop it up, I'm going to holler at you. Peace, good people. We'll holler.